Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Midweek War! Now, we have set up this hangout, which is now technically a steel cage, and we are here to talk lockdown, because when you talk lockdown, everything must be in a cage except the things that aren't. Uh, with me, I'm Mad Mike, you know that, it says it right there, with me is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling. Eamon Payton, how are you, sir, and how was that hair? It's great. Um, yeah, despite all our rage, we're just a couple of rats in a couple of cages. Is that how the song goes? No, not really, but it's DNA Impact. It's locked down. Technically, I think the rats are in puffy coats now, but we'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> Antonio Garza is also with us. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Uh, today I watched five hours of wrestling, and this is our second hour and a half talking about it, so I need to reconsider my life decisions. <laughs> <laughs> the life of a podcaster, ladies and gentlemen, the life of a podcaster. Uh, see, Garza, if you watch all this shit when it happens, you wouldn't have to binge watch it all in one day today. Uh, I actually try, but like on Tuesday I'm and the, watching the Blessing Mayhem show. That's true, and that's that, what you should be doing. It's usually a better <laughs> show, too. It's usually a better show, especially when I'm on. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm, just kidding, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know, I know. I said, we're, we're doing a peace treaty until Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The Sokovia Accords. All right, uh, so, Eamon, what's your one word for lockdown this week? Oh. That's not lockdown. <laughs> is, is your one word just, oh? Yeah, and it's not a bad O, but it's 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 what it's my reaction when I saw the news on Twitter after we finished recording my M show. Oh, alrighty, and I'm glad you didn't spoil it for me, even though you kind of did. Anyway, uh, Garza, Whatever. Garza, what's your one word this week? Uh, good. Okay, alright. Uh, my, my 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 expectations were actually really low coming into the show, so. As they, yeah, should be. as they should be. Uh, my my one word for this week is Benedict. No, I'd say Arnold, but <laughs> you know it's it's fine. It's fine. We'll it's be, okay. be okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get through it. Um, Amy, what what's your good for this week? Uh, my good for this week, for the most part, because I have a part that I would change. But my good for this week was the ending to the main event. Uh, for those that didn't see it, for those that didn't get their hearts broken, Rockstar Spud cost DC3 match, slammed the steel door in his face, and bashed his brains in with the chair. And took his bow tie off. And took his bow tie bow off. Bow tie is off. And... I like it in the sense that this was built very subtly. This was something that I thought told a good story overall. The, the stuff that they, you know, obviously we mentioned before, the stuff with EC3 and Rockstar Spud we really enjoyed because of the dynamic of EC3 being a face, but still having this history with these past people. And, you know, Rockstar Spud got put through hell by EC3. It was a year ago, and they mentioned it, it was a year ago in London where they had that match where EC3 shaved Rockstar Spud and uh, they were bloody and 
you know, he was going to, you thought he was going to show his respect to him, and then he turned on him again, and really embarrassed Rockstar Spud, and so it works. It works. It absolutely works. And all the credit in the world to TNA, because they don't tell stories like this very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, then, I like how... And when they do, it usually has to do with EC3 and Spud. Yeah. I like how even though we still like have to work on the idea of heels and faces, like just because EC3 turned babyface and Spud is babyface doesn't mean Spud forgives all the hell uh, EC3 make him go through. So I really, really like that. Yeah, and and I'll get to it later in my changes I mentioned, but it also doesn't necessarily have to mean that Spud's a heel. No. Yeah. No, you can argue what he did was justified. Mm-hmm. May not justified, but understandable. Because, like a I said, lot, a lot of the heels in TNA have that quality, where if it, when they define their actions, they're actually right. Well, I mean, and, and not in it, usually that happens, when we say that, it, that means that in a bad sense where the heel shouldn't be right. But, you should, Spud, you know, like I said, EC3 tormented that company for a year, or like two years, you know, put Spud through hell. So, I don't, I, I understand Spud's mindset. Mm-hmm. And that's good, yeah. you know. Uh, Garza, what, what was your good this week? Uh, maybe a surprise, but the knockouts. I really liked the the what is it? Uh, uh, lethal lockdown. Sorry, mm-hmm. I really liked the lethal lockdown. Uh, my my only the only thing I found annoying is that from the start the chicks were trying to get the the weapons. I'm like, no, you're supposed to wait for, for the ceiling to drop. Well, but, uh, to be fair. There was no ceiling to drop. <laughs> yeah, they didn't, they didn't have the mechanics apparently. Yeah, but no, yeah, like I was really surprised. Uh, I was worried because we were gonna have chicks that suck at wrestling go. like have to like wait for the other ones to come in, so we we're gonna have like a lot of velvet sky like wrestling. But uh, I was surprised like they made it work. Uh, some shots they took. Like I was surprised how velvet sky and Y'all can like kick the shit out of uh, what's her face with the uh, little hat? Uh, Rebel. Rebel. Yeah, Rebel. Rebel, Rebel looked they, pretty good in the match, I thought. Yeah, when they got yeah. up with the candlesticks, I was like, shit, like. Ugh. Yeah, even some of the stuff she was doing offensively looked really good. Yeah, so I was really, I really liked it. I liked the the Maria swerve. Uh, <laughs> I found it really funny that she changed to her gear just. Just to come out and fuck with them. Just to come out and fuck with them. Yeah, exactly. And I love the the Nia Jim. Seems like she will become the 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 head of the dollhouse. And um, I hope so. I, I cannot wait for her to get her, her title shot and take the title because I mean that's not a spoiler. I actually don't know, but I really hope she does. Yeah, I, I think I think they're leaning more towards Maria, but yeah, I'm I like that. I like that she's the one taking over. I think they are leading toward Maria. I could also see them dropping the belt to Jade and doing a sort of side feud with Gail and Maria. Um, That'd be smarter, yeah. Uh, I just think she deserves it because she's been working her butt off and she's been given just shit for so long. So to get her, to let her kind of get more is really always a good thing. All right, uh, my good this week is the the in ring promo. 
uh, with Spud in EC3. Yes. Uh, because it was the last time I believed in true friendship. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, it, it was it was a really real like, and it was very very subtle. Like, uh, one, I, mean, I I knew what was going to happen because I saw people getting ready to spoil it for me dur- while we were doing the mayhem show. But if I hadn't, I only would have mildly thought it because Spud was very like. He was very careful about his wording and what he said. Yeah, and it was just really it was, it was the these two guys, they're so fucking good at what they do, and I will say this: Matt Hardy, to his credit, is a great heel. He's always been a great heel. I may not necessarily like Matt Hardy the the gimmick, the character, but he's always been a much better heel than he's been a face and a character like him to bring this out in EC3 and Spud is perfect. He's a good foil. He's a good foil for everyone. I just always, I really enjoyed the line of the the caring line from Spud, which was, "I'll always do what's right." Yeah. Which, you when you say that, you think he's referring to the fact that he helped DC three last week, but that wasn't what he was referring to. Yeah, and that's smart. Yeah. Although, uh, and I mean, we'll we'll get to it in a little bit, but I'll, we'll get to it. Um, Eamon, what was your bad this week for for uh, Impact? <laughs> um. I have a few ideas, but my the Kurt Angle Bobby Lashley promo. Oh, oh, how God. how bad was it? Was it just me, or was that really bad? Why did we have to send Kurt to England? If that even Kurt, like Lashley was terrible. Like Lashley's usually a decent enough speaker, but he was bad. Like he was really bad, and they're starting to build tension that, like, doesn't exist, like... I was going to say, are they? Are they really building tension for you? Like... (laughs) But, like, well, okay, they're not building tension. They're just having Lashley come out and say, like, fuck you, Kurt. And Kurt will be like, I'm going to kick your ass. And and the point of it doesn't even make sense. Like, Lashley was like, I expected the American hero. I expected Kurt... Kurt Angle has been undefeated since he came back. Like, what exactly... Oh, no, he, he lost to Galloway once. Yeah. But what exactly was Lashley expecting? But also, like, before that, Lashley's like, you beat me for the belt, and ever since then, I've been a, I've been a wreck or whatever. And it's like, but you haven't shown it. Yeah. And I actually like that, that, uh, that side of the rivalry that they started where, you know what, like... You defeated me for the title, so I, I want my win back. But now it's become like I'm gonna kick your ass, and I'm gonna like yeah, I like, hate you. Oh yeah, exactly, and that's like you I, can't I, just yeah, it's it's obvious that they're gonna turn Lashley like super heel. I wish they do they just would have done done it at that at the match. Like we don't have to see the build up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's almost like. In his final couple of opponents, they should have had Kurt go against heels instead of faces. Yeah. It's ooh, I'm sorry, <laughs> did I break the fourth wall there? It's almost like that should have happened. Well, because Kurt, Kurt hasn't wrestled a single heel in singles competition since he came back. Yeah, it, but even just that all aside, like the promo work was just terrible. Yeah. Like, like Lashley was just talking bullshit. Like he was, he had either had something planned and then forgot it and just flubbed everything or, like, something happened. Like, he... 
he was a robot that got water thrown on him. Like he was that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, uh, Garza, what was your bad this week? Uh, also Kurt Angle, <laughs> but on a different segment. I'm getting really tired of this Papa Angle. Uh, I support everyone who's gonna go ch- challenge for the title promos that they do backstage. Yeah. Uh, I think he did it with Galloway, and now he did it with EC3. I don't okay, know. I don't like any... Galloway is fine. I don't get why he did it with EC3. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just there's something in the way he talks when he's a face, and like backstage where he, he's getting really annoying. So. Yeah, that, that was my bad. Hey, remember, remember when Ethan was bragging about how he beat Sting and hurt Kurt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, you know, I honestly don't have an issue with that. At least Kurt's part of it. I think EC3 should have played it differently. Yeah, yeah. Just been like, okay, whatever. Like, like you know what, Kurt? I I appreciate like you're one of the reasons I got into this business. That's why I made a point to destroy you. Uh, <laughs> like, like, just a little dig here, like, because that was his whole thing that he beat Sting and hurt Kurt. Like, that was his whole big angle. But yeah, I don't have an issue of Kurt's because Kurt's comments are probably hacked. I assume they are hacked. <laughs> um, my bad this week. I was gonna give it to the the end of the main event just because it seemed a little bit too similar to Eric Young when he turned on um, Bobby Roode, but I'm going to go and say the exhibition. Oh, wow. Just as a whole. I was, um, leaving, okay. yeah. I was just going to say, I was leaving stuff up for you for the bad, but okay. No, <laughs> just as a whole. Um, there's no division. There isn't. Yeah. There is no division. It is just these two guys wrestling until the end of time. Occasionally there will be in my opinion, a much better wrestler in DJ Zima coming in. But there, there is nothing. Like, TNA at this point should just cancel the exhibition. Yeah, that... They, they, should, certain, just, they should just point, do away with it. At a certain point, you're just taking up time. Yeah, I mean, you're not doing anything with it. You could be, but you're not. It doesn't make any... Like, it doesn't do anything for your product. Not anymore. There's a, I hate to say it. There's a reason WWE ditched the cruiserweight division. That's because they weren't doing jack shit with it. If you're not going to do jack shit with the X division, then don't have it. Don't have it. Have those guys wrestle for the King of the Mountain belt. Make that the third title that people actually want to have, and you're not sticking it on one end of a tag team. I, I mean, that, that's just me. I. Unless they seriously plan on revamping the X-Vision, which, as we found out in the Asylum shows, was one of the staples of TNA. One of the things that made them different from everybody else. Now it is the anchor that drags down every show. Well, it doesn't. it's also not different anymore. It wouldn't be different anymore if you put that old X-Vision in this scenario. Because wrestling's changed. You know? Yeah. Like, there's no need... I mean... I say this as we're about to do a global cruiserweight series, but there's not cruiserweight wrestling anymore. Everyone's just kind of... Because everyone's a different size, and everyone's kind of mingled. So you don't really need cruiserweights. Like, yeah. yeah, everyone does flip and shit. Like, 
on their own anyway. Yeah. But you have fucking Cage doing flips. So. <laughs> this is true. And we have guys like Ciampa and Gargano and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, just the exhibition. Just we need to get rid of it if they're not going to do anything with it. All right, uh, so Eamon, what's your change this week? Uh, my change for this week goes to the main event. And it's a part of it. Because I think, that, like I said, the Spud turn was great. thought it made sense. You can feel for Spud. All of that. One point, though. I don't think Spud should side with Matt Hardy. It's, it's clear that he's now in the stable with Matt. And I don't like that part. I don't know if it's necessarily clear. He walked out with Matt and Rebby. Hey, Eamon. Eamon. Eric Young was never a part of the Beatdown Clan. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. And, and, hey, if, if that's true, that's great. Because that's how it should be. Because... The reason you feel for Rockstar Spud is you can see his point of view in that he is a good guy deep down inside and he has been treated like shit, which is why he turned on EC3. Matt Hardy is just as much of a piece of shit as EC3 was. But Rockstar Spud doesn't know that because Matt Hardy hasn't been a piece of shit to him. But it's clear. No, but see, I, here's where I I'm hoping they go with it. I would argue he has. I not as big of a piece of shit as EC3 was, because EC3 even when they were aligned together was a piece of shit to Rockstar Spud. But um, I'm hoping, and this may be too creative for TNA. I'm hoping that Spud next week says, "Okay, I helped you beat Ethan. Now, I want to do what he couldn't. I want a title shot." Like, I hope that's the route they go with it. So, like, so, the, so they give Spud the belt and then... So basically... Spud, no, 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 no. Spud doesn't have to win. Spud doesn't have to win. I want Spud to do this for his own motivation. And then Ethan can come back and say that Spud helped out Matt Hardy because Spud knows he can beat Matt Hardy and he knows he can't beat EC3. Like, yeah, I, that's fair. I think that's a cool way to go with it. Basically, I want Spud in the mix for this title. I know that's not where we are going. I haven't read spoilers or anything, but it's obviously it's going to be a lull until we get back to the States and Jeff Hardy can wrestle, and then it's going to be Jeff saying, versus Matt. If you but, Jeff versus Matt, you see three versus five. Yeah. yeah. Which is unfortunate. And if they wanted to combine that into a four-way match, I'd be totally cool with that. But... They could. Yeah, I mean, they could. I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening. No, because, let's be honest, Jeff's getting that title at the end of the day. Yeah, 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 but... Jeff's getting that belt. But, but I mean, there's no reason why you can do add EC3 to the Jeff versus Matt dude. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, I just, I want Spud in the mix. Like, he made a big power well, move, I want him to be rewarded for that. Yeah. I, I just don't think he'll have anything to do with the title because I don't think his motivations have anything to do with the belt. I, I, mean, think, I, I think they should. I think, I, think should. I, I like I like your idea. I just think that it's more about a personal reason and it's more about doing like you said, doing what's right. Um and I think it's a case of if that's the case, the guy who was calling your boss or whatever that you've you know, you were so close with for however many years 
calling her a what, what do you call her, a whore or something or whatever in that promo and like yelled at her a bunch. Like it's like it's clear that that you know Matt's a fucking piece of shit. Mm-hmm. It's clear because um, I don't think Rockstar Split is is brainwashed. I think he's very cognitive, and I think that he understands what he's doing. Yeah, you know? I'll, I'll agree with that. I just don't think he should be with Matt Hardy at all. And I, 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 like you said, it could be a case where that's not what happens, but I also didn't really like the commentary because immediately Josh goes, that piece of, sh-, you know, <laughs> Rockstar Spud, yeah. basically. And it's well, like, no, no, Josh, that's not what's happening. Well, uh, Far be it for Josh and the Pope to understand subtlety. Fuck it. I, yeah. Why, why would I even, you know? Yeah. All right, uh, Garza, what will be your change this week? Uh, my change would be uh, we're seeing now what's going to follow for the decay with Jimmy Havoc. And I actually find it really interesting. I, I like the idea of uh, Jimmy Havoc trying to steal Steve's girl. Uh and they have threesomes for some reason, I guess. I think I, Abyss, I, I think Abyss just watches. I, I did, that's <laughs> what I didn't get, but... He, de- he definitely watches and, and does his impression of Jacob Goodnight in the corner and just yeah. checks it. But uh, I, I think uh, if they're showing uh, like uh, a follow-up for the decay, I think they should have done a follow-up for the Wolves, who are, who are actually the champions. And uh, just like a promo saying, like, we defeated the decay... Uh, we know the beer money has their their title shot, and we know that Bram and Eric Young are our tag team. So we're kind of like just I don't know, like Do awaiting the next the, yeah, awaiting the next challenger or something. Okay. Um, my my change this week. We need to duct tape that fucking mask on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna be a I was gonna be a shitty person and say, hey, why couldn't we have changed which member of the beautiful people we took out of the match, huh? Huh? No. Why couldn't we have done that? But I'm not going to. I'm gonna get duct tape. Duct tape that shit around Grado's head, because he's had two matches as Odarg or Ograd. I couldn't even type it out when I was typing out the description because it's such a fucking stupid name. But he's had two matches and the mask has fallen off twice. And since when can you win a match at lockdown by escaping the cage? Sometimes you well, that's the thing. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. When has that been a thing? Well, they played it up in the X Division match. And they claimed it in the, in the world title match, too. When has that been a thing? I th- I'm trying to think. I do not remember that ever seen that uh, lockdown match. I've no, seen no, that actually... It has, it has been a thing, but they have to, like, straight up specifically say... Yeah. This is I, don't remember them, I don't remember them saying that at all. There's been times... I remember times where it's happened. Yeah. Well, then Christy Hemi needs to get her shit together and needs to fucking announce that. Well, that's the thing. They go back and forth on it. it it's when it works for them. Yeah. yeah, but announce it then. No, I understand. Yeah, I, I mean... Just, just no. And we need to stop this Odar stuff. We have to stop it. Like, well, it, he was fired. it's leading to more Billy Corgan on TV. Is that what you <laughs> really want? Billy Corgan. I'm sorry. Uh, this is one more thing. Billy Corgan. 
is that really how you want to be portrayed on TV? Looking like fucking Ralphie from A Christmas Story? <laughs> like, pumpkins, yo. like, he was wearing a puffy coat and a hat. You couldn't even tell who the fuck it was. Like, until you saw a bunch of rats in cages around him, I had no idea who the fuck <laughs> it was. <laughs> but, uh, just, we need to stop this whole thing. Just show us the footage that Eli Drake switched briefcases and let's just get it over with. Let's just get it over with, get it done, and be through with it. I'm okay with this program if it means we keep getting uh, Eli Drake face, faces and Jesse Goddard slapping in the back. Like That <laughs> That really makes everything worth having. I, I'll say that. Jesse Goddard, <laughs> Jesse Goddard is great. Jesse Goddard's is Eli's Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I just, like, you know what would really, like, take away this entire story? If Eli cashed in his briefcase. <laughs> yeah, actually. Like, I, I honestly think he should, because then there's nothing for Grado to say, oh, well, uh, oh, he cashed it in. Like you got, you got to do something with this, and it doesn't need to be that long of a story. But they've already dragged it out for way longer than it should be. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, so uh, Eamon, where'd your rank impact this week? Where'd your rank lockdown? Uh, impact and lockdown is my number four this week. Uh, it, that makes it sound bad. There's stuff I liked on this week's show, definitely. Um, I I think Impact is clearly doing something different. Than, they, than what they've been doing before. And they're clearly trying to play, do some subtle stuff, which TNA never does. Um, and that's good. I do think there's stuff they need to change. For example, if you're going to do more subtle stuff and if you're going to do you know all that, you got to replace your commentary team because they don't know how to play off the subtleties. And, or you, you can know. at least instruct them. I still think if you instructed them, it's not. It's a case of, and it's not. And I'm not saying this to be mean or knock on them, but they're just not the kind of people that can tell that kind of story. They're not. Um, but yeah, um, there's some changes that need to be made. I. This has been the most passable show I've seen. Like, the. I don't get mad as much watching Impact anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get angry. Like, what the fuck are you doing, you fucking idiots? I get angry for the right reasons. Yeah. Like, 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 I, like Spud, like Spud turning. Like, but, I got angry at that, but that was the correct response. Like, I don't feel bad watching the show anymore. You know what I mean? It's not tedious anymore. Yeah. I, I remember last year when we stopped doing Mooch on the Ground, and, like, the very first week... Uh, we had to do the, the shows without Mucha. Like, TNA felt, like, really, really tedious. It's like, fuck like, like, I'm the guy who likes Impact. Like, I'm okay with it. Like, I don't get mad at it. But it came to a point where I was like, oh, man, I'm going to watch Impact. Mm-hmm. And, and now, actually, like, like this week I came in, and, like, I, I really want to watch Impact because, like, I was already kind of spoiled on some stuff. But I was like, I really want to watch that thing go down. Yeah. All right, uh, Garza, where do you rank Impact this week? Uh, I got to rank it number three. Uh, it was a good show, like I said in the beginning. Uh, I my my expectations were low because 
like you you hear stuff like lethal lockdown with knockouts. You hear stuff like Beer Money versus Eric Young and Bram. Uh, what's like forty eight now? <laughs> you know stuff like that. I was spoiled on on the spot turn, and I was like really excited, like oh man, it's gonna be another fucking Russo swerve. But I was really surprised at how they did it. Like I really really liked the spot turn, uh, and like the wrestling all all around was pretty like good. So yeah. It's a it's a high number three. Like I said, all the shows were pre- pretty decent this week, so yeah, yeah. I'm al- I'm also giving it a number three. I think we have the same ranking this week, Garza, for everything. Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, lockdown definitely not a perfect show. Um, I'm mostly giving it number three because of the ending and because of the stuff they could do with Rockstar Spud, because he's one of the most underutilized guys they have. And if this turns to shit, you can bet your bottom dollar that TNA's rating is going to turn to shit for me again. But uh, mm. in the meantime, I want to see where they go with it. I, I think it's definitely a good way to go. Not necessarily the way I would have gone about it, but when you're, when the guy you want wrestling your champion can't leave the country, this is a good way to go about doing your business. Yeah. It's one of those uh, shows where... Like all the execution was was right, but it all depends on how they eventually follow up. It's like we were saying, like it's awesome that Mia Yim got the pin and the Dollhouse won. Yeah. Well, let's see how they follow it up. You know? Yeah, it's it's like when we saw that. Oh, good, the knockouts are in the world title tournament. Maybe that no. Yeah. No, no follow up on that at all. Which honestly is something a huge thing they should have. Capitalized on. Yeah, that's a huge thing they should have capitalized on. But um, all right, so uh, Amen, where can the good people of the internet find you? You can find me on Twitter at Amen Two Please. You can also check out Inspire Pro Wrestling on Twitter and Inspire Pro Wrestling, and check out the next event that we have that's going to go on this Sunday in Austin, Texas. That you can find out more about at InspireProWrestling.com. All right, and Garza, how about you? You can find me at DW Revolution for Twitter, and you can go to TheWrestlingRevolution.com uh, where you can read like the full undescriptive reviews of all the shows that we review on The Meet With War. Excellent. You can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. Also, go to WrestlingMamShow.com, go to Live.SoverTrimedia.com every Tuesday night around about 9 p.m. Eastern, and you get to listen to the Wrestling Mayhem Show proper where we talk about everything, and Sorg is there, and we do Mayhem Mania, and it's all sorts of fun stuff, and we get everyone talking about everything. So, uh, for Eamon Payton, for Antonio Garza, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your Mid-Week War.